You're listening to the Townsville Chamber cast. Essential information, ideas and news that matters to the business community of Townsville. Did you miss our Chamber on Tap event with Paul Woodhouse? Don't worry. All the information you missed is right here in this perfect little podcast. Learn from Paul about how audio and digital can work together to drive more consumer traffic to you and your business. Welcome, Ross and Paul. Thanks, Claire. And uh, in this episode of the uh, Townsville Chambercast, I must admit it's a bit of a strange one. We're sitting up here at uh, at the beautiful Star 106 uh, FM um, studios, and I'm, I'm actually interviewing the general manager here, Paul Woodhouse. Uh, Paul, you're a, a, a recent guest at our uh, our Chamber on Tap series, which we've uh, we've moved down there to the beautiful Tap House um, just across the road from here. Mate, great to have you in the studio, but I mean, if I do ask for uh, any assistance uh, as we go through, I'm sure you're going to have to run around the other side here and, uh, and take over. Thanks, Ross. It is odd uh, not having the panel in front of me, so the sound effect bars and all those things that we can normally put into our shows, I don't have control of, but you do, so that's a bit unusual. Yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We might have to swap around at some stage, but mate, um, you, you obviously uh, kicked off our Chamber on Tap uh, series um, with, a, with a great presentation the other day, and, and I must admit, I was a little bit, I was sort of wondering, and we got a little bit of feedback around, you know, oh, I've, I already know what radio is, so, you know, I don't need to go to that one. But you definitely, um, you definitely turned a few eyebrows while we were there, and we thought, you know, let's just get this down to podcast as well so we can so we can talk through some of your points. But I liked how you started off with a bit of the history of radio, you know, how radio's dying for the last, uh, I think you went back all the, all the way back to sort of the 1950s. Yeah, I went back to 1956. I thought that was interesting because I know that um, from from what I read, when people saw that you know, TV was being introduced, I guess that was when the old radio serials, when people would sit around the radio's family stopped. So they thought the TV's introduction would see the demise in radio. But um, yep. then we sort of moved on to uh, around 1979 to 1981 as MTV and videos started to push out and... Um, sort of captured it under the the title of video killed the radio star and the, the conversation started again that now we've got we've had tv now we've got the birth of video and that radio would continue to, to demise um you know we, we and that conversation kept going for a while i mean up to 2001 when the ipod was launched interestingly um the ipod was going to kill not just radio but cds and everything yet uh, the iPod, they stopped manufacturing that two weeks ago, Apple. So they've, they've taken that off the market. I guess it's been superseded by uh, other technologies. Um, but radio is still alive and well. Um, Spotify launched in 2008, and that was going to be the next thing that killed radio. Um, radio is still around. Um, the rise of podcasts, that's radio's ultimate demise. But I, I think the, 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 the bit that makes me feel comfortable is that radio listening uh, is at an all-time high. 11.3 million listeners, and that was in March 2022. Um, and we measure radio listenership every quarter in the capital cities and regional uh, sporadically through the year. And we know that listenership's high. The one thing that all of those products that we listed um, either um, haven't continued to do or aren't doing is um, connecting really well with the local community. And that's what radio does well. So mm. radio connects with local people. Um, we, um, I know for us, we think about being leaders in local and that's what we want to do, but radio has evolved over time. So it's all these other products that come about that thought, well, what, what, what is unique about us? What do we do um, that sets us apart from all other products? And it's that connection with people, connection with the audience, um, on a, the ability to call in. You're hearing, so you're hearing a chat on the radio, you can call in, you can interact. There's phone topics, there's um, a lot of talkback, which is still a growing, um, a growing listenership across all mediums. Radio plays an important part in our lives. It's that local news, that local information, the ability to hear what's going on um, yep. there and then. 
Yeah, I know. I, I, when you were doing your uh, your presentation, I was like, oh yeah, I've I've been guilty of that. I, you know, and I I, I do remember when the odd iPod uh, came out. Now how it's morphed into all these other products, and and you know we started doing this podcast last year, thinking you know let's let's get involved in this, and it was pretty interesting. Yeah, podcasts came out in about two thousand and six, so you know, so they're only just they really only just started taking off as a as a platform, really. So. Um, yeah, th there is something to be said about that longevity, but you did talk about the the connecting to local communities, and 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 I know you know partner of the corporate partner of the chamber as well, and and you know very very well connected, and a lot of different community groups seem to see you see you everywhere. But you know with the with the advent of of digital now, everyone's got to be a digital expert. Everyone's you you sort of tied that together pretty well with the radio, and you had some interesting stats on on particularly how people use digital and devices now and, and the, the connection there with radio? Yeah. I think in, in terms of when we talk about it, and um, look, we, we are in a digital world. Yeah. That, that's the reality of it. And, and, and um, I think I had in there, and, and without any of the notes, nearly everyone has a mobile phone or some type of mobile device around them um, while they're listening to radio quite often. Um, you might have a PC at your desk and searching and work, workplace listening. Um, but the other, so I guess that that's one point. I'll come back to that. But the other, the other important thing to recognise is that in the digital world that we're in today, um, for a lot of businesses, that's your new shop front, or think of it the same as you would your shop front. Once upon a time, you'd do an ad somewhere, or you'd have some form of marketing, whether it be a leaflet, pamphlet, TV, radio, or otherwise, and you're asking people to come into your shop. And it's the interaction when people walk into the shop, the type of greeting they got, how did the store present, what does it look like, is it easy to find parking? These are all things that was the um, consumer's first interaction with your business. Nowadays, they're jumping online and they're having a look at your website. That's your new shop front. How easy is it to navigate? Is it clear what they're doing? Do the menus make sense? How do I get in contact with them? Is their pricing here? Do I understand their products? How do I get a quote? How do I purchase? How do I interact? So from that aspect, I, I sort of led in and said that I, I'm never, you won't hear us say that digital is not important. Digital is very important. And we know that the stats, particularly since COVID, a lot of consumers have been driven to purchase online. And then you've seen the click and collect um, process go through Coles, Woolworths, Bunnings. Um, I think even Dan Murphy's nowadays, is, he can do click and collect. So the order really? of them, yeah, you oh can. Oh, goodness. I don't know. Well, am I, is there any ratings around that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but essentially what it shows is the, um, that, that we know that digital is growing. I think the, the biggest part that I want to speak about is, and, and what I tried to link in at the Chamber on Tap was the understanding of this be heard and get found because you know you've got to have a digital footprint and you know you've got to have a digital shop or a digital um, presence of somehow. But how are people going to find you? How do they know you're there? You still need to tell people that you are a business and what you do and how you service it and how someone is going to how someone's life is going to be better from using your product. Um, they need to know how to find you, and I think that's where it sort of linked into where digital and radio really work well together because radio can be the um, can be the be heard part mm -hmm. and actually tell the story about what you do in an engaging way. Because in radio, it's not just about information. We also talk to people about when they build their creatives. How will your ad stand out or your message stand out compared to everyone else that you talk to as well? So getting the two combined really does make a big difference. When you have a display ad on digital, quite often people flick through the screens and they'll, they'll, they'll miss a lot of the ads that they see when they're browsing. Um, 
Now, some people won't. Some people will stop because it's eye-catching enough. But mm. it's the same thing. When it, so when it comes to radio, again, it's um, if I've got an ad on digital and they're going to flick past it, it might be an impression. But are they? is that driving business to my website? Uh, am I capturing that audience? Mm-hmm. The, other, the other phenomenon that we spoke about was that um, if you're a mechanic and you go and someone's saying, hey, I need a mechanic in Townsville, and they Google mechanic in Townsville, um, I think it was something like uh, almost 5 million impressions will come up on the screen. But if you have an ad that says, um, hey, free plug here, by the way, uh, so I hope you're listening, Chapo. But if, if someone actually says, um, types in Chapo's mechanical, um, there's only about 58,000 searches, but Chapo's mechanical is right there at the top because you've told them that's their business. Yeah. Even better if you tell people to go straight into the, the search bar and put the name of your business into the search bar, it'll take you straight to the website. So what that does is it it, it helps you navigate um, the risk of losing a consumer to someone else by allowing them the free reign of a search. So you've, you've, you've spent all this money on your website, you've got it working well, you now need to tell people how to get there. Yep. Using radio gets them there in the quickest possible way because you've, you've created an ad that tells the story about what you do how you can help them, and then how they can find you. So it saves them putting in that random search. And and I know some of you you talked about the, you know, ninety one percent of listeners to commercial radio actually have a device on them when they're um, when they're listening, and and sixty two percent of listeners access the internet several times a day while they're actually listening to radio. So that that touch point, um, you know, you're busy at work or you you run around doing something, um, you know, you've you've got to find that mechanic because you know your wife's car's uh, got a problem with it and that boom straight in then you google that straight away or you type in that into your search engine straight away you've got the hit and you've got the uh, the touch point so it's just that three-way verification really isn't it that's what we're that's what that's what ended, ends up happening at the end of the day absolutely yep. yeah so there's the immediate effect i've heard the ad i want to engage now i've got the device in my hand and you'll see that instant response yep, yep. And I guess then there's also then the latter effect is which I was just talking about then, which is the everlasting. Now I need, I actually need a service. Who do I recall hearing? Yeah. So I guess, um, yeah, I, I, that's, I guess when we were doing the chamber on tap, I was wondering how you're going to angle this, but it was, it was quite, it was quite interesting. You, you didn't sort of say, you know, you don't need that. You just need radio or you don't need that. You just need print or whatever. It, it was, it was very much a, a connection between making sure you've got, a, you've spent all this money on, a shop front per se as you describe it or a website or, or a presence but if if no one's being directed there and no one is actually finding you they could potentially follow finding your opposition when they're typing in mechanic rather than than your specific name and 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 business yeah i think that's important that, and i did speak about that on the night that quite often people search without a business in mind they have a service in mind or they have a need in mind or a product in mind yeah um and that's where um you can make the decision at that point, do you leave the consumer open to find whoever they find when they do that search or can you direct them in some way? Um, but the other thing too is that I know people out there would be saying, well, that's okay, I've got an AdWords campaign so I can I can bid on words or bid on certain phrases. And absolutely you can. But there's a lot of words out there that you may need to bid on to make sure <laughs> that people come to you. And that can be a very expensive exercise um, to, depending on where you are or what sort of um, category you're in. Um, I think the average um, regional business is paying somewhere around about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a month. In capital cities, they're spending a, a significant, uh, you know, something like five to seven thousand a month in some cases. Yeah. Um, 
I think I used the example of our own Sparks Digital. We had a, a radio ad um, saying to people to, to find Sparks Digital, and that's all we said. But of course, they were putting in Sparks, S-P-A-R-K-S, um, or they were putting in digital marketing because they couldn't quite figure out where to find us. And, and it was costing us, it was actually costing us a bit of money. Um, and then when we put an ad out and changed it and said search with Sparks, that's Sparks with an X, yep. we, we saw the cost come down significantly, um, the, the conversion, the clicks through, and people were finding our sites a lot easier. So again, it's another example of how getting the right communication out there, verbalizing it, will actually help you bring your Google cost down or bring your digital marketing cost down, um, as well as making it easier for people to find your site. And, and you're getting people that, that want your service rather than, than miscellaneous stumbling across, oh, I don't really need that. I oh, know um, you know, all of this, this trickery, you know, you talk to someone at home at night over the dinner table and the next thing on your phone, you've got, uh, got all the ads for your camper trail as well. Um, yeah, it, you, you, you want to be very specific, but I, I think honing in on that local to that local community feel, I mean, Townsville, 200,000 people. I, you know, I've got some stats on even this podcast that we do. And funnily enough, we've got more listeners in Brisbane, uh, than we do here in, in Townsville, because, you know, this is, it, it sort of doesn't matter where you are, you can download this sort of stuff. Maybe it's big brother, uh, watching what the, the young ones are doing up here, but, um, I, the connection to the community with with radio, you you talked a lot about that, but then I, I guess there's an element of almost trust there as well, isn't it? That comes into the the scenario when people are using uh, radio as a as a platform to to start making their purchasing decisions. Well, I think we we, we know that in terms of the trust aspects, um, that very much is about the the personalities that you have on the radio as well. Yeah, and I think that. People really enjoy, whether it's listening to Crystal and Anthony in the morning on Star or listening to Archie on Power, um, they build a connection. They're the people that set up the day and staff the day. Yep. Um, so, what else, you know, the, one of the, pro, you know, and I was going to talk about this in uh, the next Chamber one that I do is the different types of products that we have. And that's where that trust really comes in, the ability to book and have your ad played with an announcer or have them talk about your product adds that little bit of extra localism um, and a bit of authenticity uh, to, to what you do. Um, but it's definitely highly regarded that people, when they, um, people they're listening to voices every day, do yep. have a high level of trust to those people when they hear them talk. That's key. Yeah, no, it's unreal. But I mean, these um, these little information centers uh, sessions, the the chamber on tap, they're only a you know a fifteen or twenty minute snap bite. Um, obviously, you've got you've got heaps more. You can tell people you can sit down, you can book an appointment, um, stuff like that. Um, it, it was really refreshing to get it underway again. I mean, the, the venue was great down there. The food was excellent. The, um, the cold beer was, was definitely on, on tap. It was, a, it was a nice little atmosphere, wasn't it, to add a little bit of content, but also a little bit of networking as well. Absolutely. And uh, Emily and Claire got me uh, to try the stout. And uh, yep. I'm actually glad I did. That was was that the peanut one. butter one? It was the peanut butter <laughs> yeah, one. I, yeah. I think I... Uh, I uh, had to um, have a have a bit of a crack at that one as well, but I mean that's what it's all about. It's also about the connections we're trying to to develop down there at the Chamber on Taps. But you know they get some some really good, excellent content from from local providers. I know our next one, uh, we've got Natasha Butler, who was one of our guest speakers last year on Chamber on Taps. She did this this amazing presentation or, or talk about the the seven stages you go through when you're about to purchase, and that was bizarrely scary uh we've got a podcast up about that too about buying a refrigerator if you you're interested in that she's back uh at the end of this month uh on the 30th of june she's going to talk about how to get your brand on a consumer's shopping list so i'm sure 
you know, a bit of content from you, Paul. Uh, Natasha's going to reinforce that. We've got a number of, of excellent guests over the next four to five months. I think our last one is in, in October this year, but the last Thursday of every month, uh, go to the Chamber website, have a look who our guest speaker is, come and join us for a, a, a beautiful cold beer and some great food down with Mark and at the Tap House. And um, yeah, add a little bit of knowledge over a, over a cold beer. I'm really looking forward to it. I had a look at it. Had a ch- bit of a chance for a sneak peek. It's going to be really interesting. So yeah, certainly be there. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, and and just in Mark's defence at Tap House too, he does does do wine. Uh, so if uh, no one wants a beer, we could also do wine or uh, an amazing lemon lime and bitters if you if you don't want a beer there. But tickets are up already for Natasha's one. You can get online and uh, and and do that, or ring the office, chat to Claire or Emily or myself, and um, and we'll get you down there and and have a great night down there at, at Tap House. Thank you, Ross. Thanks, Paul. Cheers, mate. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Townsville Chambercast. Remember to subscribe so you're the first to know when new episodes are released. The Townsville Chamber of Commerce would like to acknowledge our corporate partners, TAFE Queensland, James Cook University, 106.3 Star FM, External IT and NQAV for their continued support.